Amateurs practice to get it right. Professionals practice to never get it wrong. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. It's Monday morning. Mindset Monday. We're ready to rock. I have an amazing weekend. Susan, how about you? I can't hear Susan, but Theodis, do you have an amazing weekend? Yeah, I took it real slow. Awesome. Yeah. Susan, we, we, we can't hear you on your side for some reason, so check your microphone settings, and Theodis and I will get us rolling for a minute. Uh, you took it real slow, Theodis? Yes, sir. Nice. I took it real, real slow. I went out to the desert. I was out camping and totally disconnected with no cell phone for most of the weekend. And raise your hand. Philip. When was the last time you did that, right? You're like, I want to do that. Jesse, can you hear me? Now we can hear you. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's weird because Autumn and I checked this out before we even started this morning. So I'm like, I'm working. What do you <laughs> Anyway, I'm glad to see you guys. I'm glad you had a great weekend. It was, I know we did too. And I hope everybody else on this call did. I see lots of people logging in now. So we have a jam-packed, exciting Monday morning with uh, Agent Power Huddle and Mindset. But uh, we are going to get into something today about mastery, all right? It's, it's the steps to mastery and also a path, the pathway to mastery. So have any of you really ever explored this? Can I see a show of hands of people who maybe explored pathways to mastery and steps to mastery? I can't even say i got to be able to say it, right? <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to take you through a few things today. So take some notes, okay? Please, and hopefully you got little notebooks aside. I always recommend you have maybe an agent power huddle notebook that you, you know, keep near you that you kind of add on each week in each course that you take. Um, we're also, Jesse, um, did you want to say something about the podcast in case you can't get on these calls regularly? No, you just said it. That's good. Zach will drop a link in it there. I mean, hey, th that's it. Just a friendly reminder. You can always take us on the go with the, uh, yeah, with the podcast. Yeah, that's happening right? a lot. And I know, so, so I just want to remind everybody of that. So, hey, um, you know, let me ask a quick question before we jump in. What is the difference between an amateur and a professional? Anybody know? Amateur and professional. Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I know you're all on mute. So, amateurs practice to get it right. Professionals practice to never get it wrong. See the shift in the, in the thought process in that. Amateurs practice to get it right. However, professionals practice to never get it wrong. So today we're gonna to focus on the pathway, like I said, to mastery. And before we do that and we jump into the pathways, and good morning, Theodis. There he is. We'll be bringing you guys in. Um, so before we jump into the actual pathway, so I want to have you understand the four steps first. And these are go really quickly. So I'm not going to spend too much time on them, but I want you to wrap your head around the four steps to mastery. And the first step is something called, so think about it as a lower platform. The lower platform step is called unconscious incompetence. Have you heard that before? Unconscious incompetence and basically all that means you guys is you don't know what you don't know all right people think that they're they're they're, they're moving right along doing really well and they're not open to exploring other opportunities or to learning more because they just flat out don't know what they don't know that's what we call unconscious incompetence okay when you step up the next the next step 
and you start to realize, oh my gosh, I'm starting to learn something here. And I didn't realize I didn't know that, but you know what? I'm now aware that I didn't know that. <laughs> That's what we call conscious incompetence. Now we're aware of something we really didn't know about, but we're aware that we need to start learning about that, right? I'm going to give you an example in a moment, but as we start learning and practicing and rehearsing and internalizing, it comes a process of something called the third step, which is called conscious competence. Okay. Conscious competence is now, you know, what you didn't know, you're actually aware of it. You're working on sharpening the skills to become better and better and to internalize and you're to become more and more competent. You're working on your mastery. Okay. And this could be anything, everybody. And so it's a conscious competence. You're working on it. And the last step to mastery is something called unconscious competence. It's that you will jump in and just do it without even, you don't even have to think about the steps because you've internalized it and done something and repeatedly over and over and over again so that it's become a part of you. And now you are so competent in that area, whatever it may be, you've mastered it. Okay. So some of you may have heard this before and yet weren't quite aware of those steps getting up to that. But think about that as we go through the pathways. And Jesse, you asked me to bring up a couple things. And so I will, before I jump in the pathways, maybe some examples. And you said, you know, I've done. Yeah, I just so, so those of you, I, I mean, we talk a lot on, on Mondays about mindset, but it, Susan's business, her team is exploding, even with limited inventory, all the other challenges. I mean, she, I don't know how many deals you got in ESCO right now, but her business is on fire. And so if we're going to talk mindset, I want to start throwing in some strategic things that are, you know, tactical things working in your business that also tie into some of these, uh, the mindset pieces. So I'm, I'd love for you to use real world examples from. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, you know, as I was thinking about, I mean, we could talk about a bunch of different strategies, although there's something that happened this week, Jesse. And as I teach every week, when I teach the mindset, whenever I um, share with you guys, I'm always sharing from my heart, I'm sharing from an experience or something that happened that I went, oh, I got to share this with my agent power huddle, you know, and this is what literally happened in our Tuesday business meeting with my team. Uh, so we have our online lead generation on our commissions Inc. platform. We get lots of leads coming in and I get, you know, I've got a, a fairly newer team, newer agents, and, and they're all in production, you guys. <laughs> and they're, they're newer agents. And I want to give a big shout out. I'm going to use the example today with Nick Bianchi. Nick, raise your hand. You did not know I'm calling you out. Raise your hand, Nick. There Hello. he is. Okay, so this is what happened on the from the unconscious incompetence up to conscious competence. And soon you're going to be, Nick, at unconscious competence in this area. We teach with our lead generation, you know, it's one thing to have a lot of leads coming into your system, right? It's another thing to learn how to convert those leads to appointments. You know, the money is in and, you know, when you finally can convert the lead. So no point in having a lot of leads coming in if you can't convert those, right? So I focus my agents on learning their basics and learning the scripts and what to say when they get on the phone to convert the lead. So we're in the business of our business meeting and phone rings for Nick. Now he rang, he doesn't normally pick it up, but in this case, we let him pick it up. Why? Because it was one of his leads calling him back. Okay. And when he answered the phone, the lead was just calling the number back. Didn't quite get it was Nick. He didn't step out and run out of the room to take the call privately. He took it right in front of the entire team. And he's brand new, guys, remember. 
to confront them and, and managed to did not have his script in front of him, mind you. Okay, we're in our meeting. He starts going down all the script without even looking at anything, writing things down, asking the questions, bam, 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 one thing after another. This is competence, you guys. In action, he started a month or two, a couple months ago, just learning his scripts, feeling a little uncomfortable with them like everybody does, and then practiced and makes his calls every single day, right, Nick? <laughs> and what happened in that call? She didn't know she was calling him back, but did he set that appointment? Grace, did he set the appointment? He set the appointment. So I couldn't be more proud. We were all sitting there going, holy moly, you know, this is this is in action what we mean by taking something from unconscious incompetence and practicing and having that belief that you know, you know after thousands of phone calls, and he's been making thousands of phone calls, that it's going to happen. It's going to happen because he started to internalize the questions that he was asking. He became competent in the questions that he was asking, and he sounded like he delivered it, and he was really engaged in that conversation and set the appointment. So I just got to give a big props to, to Nick on that. So that's a great example of conscious competence, and I'll tell you, he'll be unconscious competence here real soon. So uh, anyway, not to eat up too much of our time with that, but I think that was a really great example, Jesse, when you asked me, what are some of the things we do? Well, we practice our skill sets all the time because it's in the practice, it's in the daily practice, the wins and the losses, you guys, that that competence, that unconscious competence happens without you even realizing it's happening until you get put on the spot, that moment, that time when preparation meets opportunity and you can perform. Okay, that's where we're going with this entire conversation. In any area of your life, in your business, it's getting to that unconscious competence level that you are mastering your skill. Okay, so the audience or Jesse, would you like to jump into that point before I go into the pathways to getting there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. First of all, good job, Nick. And um, um, how many of you guys have heard of the, the 80-20 rule or know what that means? Can someone come off mute and say and, and say what that means or what? 80-20. I can't, but I'm waiting to see if anyone else wants to. Paul, here, right. Paul's jumping in. Go ahead, Paul. All right. 20% of your effort generates 80% of your income and 80% of your effort only generates 20% of your income. Okay. Now apply it to the real estate. Great, great job. Apply it to the real estate industry. 20% of the agents are responsible for 80% of the business. Right. Well, I see that rule going to 90-10. And I tell you why. As a society, we are getting lazy. Like if you want to master something and you're not willing to put in the work, um, I'm here to tell you it's not going to happen. Right. We let's see technology. We got backup cameras in our car, so we don't even look back anymore, Harley. Uh, we got GPS for everything. I mean, have you ever tried it? When's the last time you tried to go somewhere without your GPS? Right. Um, what else? Oh, now we even got self-driving cars. Getting your car and the car is going to drive for you. I remember back in the day where you either could order pizza or Chinese food. Now you can DoorDash a full course meal without even getting off the couch. So when I think about mastery, I think, first of all, I think we need to ask ourselves, how hard are we going to work for it? 
Because if you think you can just go on, watch a couple of YouTube videos and then look at your watch and say, man, I want to be a master by Friday, it's not going to happen. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Everything that Susan is talking about is, is great, but we also got to ask ourselves that honest question on how hard are we going to freaking work for it? And Theodis, you did it again. <laughs> you did it again. And I, I laugh every time because we don't have this pre-conversation and just watch what we're getting into our pathway of mastery. And you just took one of the sections, which I'm thrilled about because now we're going to piggyback on that. So your, your pathways to mastery starts with a property calling acquiring cash. Have you heard of that? Acquiring cash, but it's not C-A-S-H. It's K-A-S-H. Okay, K-A-S-H, knowledge, attitudes, skills, and habits. And this doesn't happen overnight, okay? How long does it take to master something, really? Well, if you, Malcolm Gladwell, he's an author. Um, he wrote the book, The Outliers. And I've heard this in many, many of the conferences I've gone to. It really takes about 10,000 hours to master something. 10,000, that's five full years of full-time working <laughs> to master something. So here's the thing, you know, talent is truly, you know, practicing your craft over and over and over again until you get to that unconscious competence level. So that your first step, you know, to mastery is committing yourself to that self mastery. Okay. The second step the artist just nailed it. The second pathway to mastery is called the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule is exactly the second pathway to, to mastery that, you know, it's the implementation, folks. It's the implementation part. You can learn, but if you don't implement, it's not going to happen. And, you know, it's actually called the Pareto principle. Did you know that? The 80-20 rule? Pareto principle. And that Pareto was an Italian economist back in 1906 who discovered that 80% of the wealth in Italy was um, held by 20% of the population, actually. So that's kind of how it developed. But you'll see that not everything equally matters. We must focus on the top 20%, right, of what matters most and then implement and do it. So that's your second pathway. We see this all the time, and the audience just brought it up. You know, with, with real estate, you know, 20% of the agents sell 80% of the homes. And quite frankly, in every, I've ran a couple of different brokerages, you guys, it always shows up. Same way. Same way. Doesn't even matter what brokerage, you know, so it's not a brokerage thing. It's literally, this is the rule of the numbers that play out. And you could be right, you know, Theodis, you know, especially as people are getting into mastermind groups and getting coaching and consulting, there's a certain echelon of agents that are stepping it up to a whole nother level, right? And those are the agents now that are going to do what? Maybe probably rise to that 10% you were just referring to. So it's not simple, you guys, to stay in that 20%, but we, we talk about keeping that focus. And Jesse, you asked me, how did my business start to really go, it, keep me in my 20% lane? That's what's happening. Take me out of all the other stuff that's getting in the way and keep me focused on my 20%. And that's why the business is growing. And not just myself, my entire team. So the other thing, though, about the 80-20 rule, which is interesting, is that, you know, we only have so much natural talent, right? 
If you study DISC, you'll know what your natural abilities are. There's only so much natural talent that we have. And, you know, we see this with a lot of brand new agents, too. They'll get into the real estate, you know, business. and They're super gung-ho and they're super excited because they're people, people, people persons, right? Everybody told them, you, got, you should get into real estate. You're such a people person. And that's fantastic. And yet what will happen is they go gung-ho. You're shaking your head. They go gung-ho and they start going in all these different directions, Right. And then they hit something. And does anybody know what that something is? What's that something? Jeff, what's that something they're going to hit? A ceiling of achievement. You got it. Yeah. You know where I'm going with all this, Jeff. Nice to see you on the call today. It's your Thank ceiling you. of achievement. 100% yes. It's your ceiling of achievement. And so we only have the ability naturally to go to a certain level. And we're just going to keep right there. Okay. Ceiling of achievement. And what happens if we keep bumping our head? We start to get what frustrated, right? We start to get frustrated. And we start darting out in all these different directions to try to find better, greener pastures. Okay, because we're hitting our head on that ceiling of achievement, and basically that leads us into pathway number three. Okay, so remember the eighty twenty rule. Pathway number three is mastering something called going from E to P. Nobody, anybody know what E to P is? Uh, Jeff, I think you probably had a lot of training like I did. Go ahead. Where'd you, where, do you, where do you say going from E to P is? Uh, going from entrepreneurial to purposeful. Entrepreneurial to purposeful. Your entrepreneurial skills are your natural behavioral styles. That's your drive. That's your motivation. That's what's, you know, getting you, that, that getting you going. That's that gung-ho. Those are your natural abilities. So, you know, our ambition and our drive are going to get us to get going, but we'll continue to hit that ceiling of achievement. And like I said, we see this a lot in real estate. We're searching around for those greener pastures, but we've got to create something called a breakthrough. Okay. We've got to create something called a breakthrough to break through that ceiling of achievement we just talked about. And so what agents will do is join groups like this, agent power huddle, get into mastermind groups, get a mentor, hire a coach or a consultant, go to their team lead, whatever it takes to break through that ceiling of achievement. Because when you break through, you are going from being entrepreneurial to purposeful. And what purposeful really is, am I talking too fast? You guys good with this. Okay. What purposeful really means is that you're doing something a little unnatural to yourself because we're learning and growing just like Nick did when he joined our team and he started learning his scripts and it felt weird and uncomfortable and not, not real fun, huh, Nick, in the beginning. A little uncomfortable. You got to get a little uncomfortable to break through that ceiling of achievement. So as you do that to become purposeful, what are you doing? You're creating models or you're following models. You're following systems. You're following strategies. And guess what else you have on that plate? Accountability. When you're doing the model system strategies and accountability, you're just going to break through that ceiling of achievement. You with me on that? You're learning to master at a higher level, unconscious competence, okay? Unconscious competence. Growth towards mastery is a work in progress. It, you know, it's always going, you know, and um, soon you're going to realize, you know, well, gosh, this is all great. I'm entrepreneurial. I'm purposeful, but there's something else that's getting in my way. Does anybody know what's getting in their way? All right, I'm going to tell you because of our time. <laughs> Limiting beliefs. Oh my gosh, you've got all these great intentions, right? 
you got this gung-ho attitude, this drive that you're going to, you know, conquer the world. Your productions go through the roof. You're even willing to step out of your comfort zone, get some help, get a coach, join a team, you know, join these calls. And all of a sudden you're still having some, some struggles. Okay. Now we got to look within to our limiting beliefs. Okay. Limiting beliefs. So your next step in this process, our pathway number four is what? Mastering. Go ahead. The audit mastering our limiting beliefs, but also become learning based. So actually the step four is a path of this pathway is really becoming learning based because when you become learning based, goes back down to the bottom ring again, right? That step, unconscious incompetence. You identify what you didn't know. You're a, you don't know you didn't know it. You start climbing that ladder again. You see that cycle that takes place? You have to have a learning-based mindset and be open to learning new things. Okay? Learn, the learning is the foundation of their action plan. That is literally it. So in your pathway to mastery, you've got to have that learning-based mindset and make it a foundation to your action plan all the time. Uh, school just is never out for us, right? We are always learning and growing. So remove your limiting beliefs. You know, limiting beliefs are actually things that can hold you back. And we just went through Tony Robbins, the Unleash the Power Within. Does anybody else on this call on this virtual Unleash the power within the last few days. I know Nick was on there. Our team had, we, uh, we were busy all weekend too. So I'm excited because Unleash the Power is a full immersion and we're actually going to go to the full event where we won't be doing business. We'll be focusing only on Unleash the Power within. So, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you for a sec. So Theodis, okay. check it out. Remember, I was messaging with Theodis just privately offline. Yeah. And I'm like, Susan's on fire this morning. So you can tell because she was at an event all weekend with Tony <laughs> Robbins. And like, could, did you just notice that if you take nothing else out of this call this morning, I mean, you've gotten very specific steps, but if you take nothing else, notice the environment she was in and what she was putting her mind through. Monday morning she comes in, she's like, game on. Is game that cool? <laughs> I'm not saying you all need to go to Tony Robbins every weekend, all weekend, but like, how cool is that? It's a very clear connection. You, you notice that, right, Theodis? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, so, sometimes I sound like a broken record. And I hope not, you guys, because I, I really, really, that's a limiting belief. I'm going to take that away right there. <laughs> I'm going to replace it with, you know, it's fuel. It's fuel. So we don't just do that for the weekend. And by the way, unfortunately, like I said, we were, we were slammed this weekend. I got 20 million offers to go through here. I can't see my screen, but anyway, um, bottom line is, um, you know, it's, if you want to learn how to break through some limiting beliefs, listen to that. You know, we, we, we don't just go to one weekend. We continuously, continuously listen and learn. All right, so be learning based is your um, fourth pathway to mastery. And that leads into the fifth path, pathway to mastery, which is the removing of the limiting beliefs. Because all of limiting belief, all belief is, is just some connection that we've made. And it could be from our past. You know, we just for some reason believe this and we need to replace that belief. Okay. Um, it's an incorrect conclusion about something in our life that we've just got in our own head. All right. And maybe that's limiting belief. What I just said, I caught myself. Do you see how I caught myself a minute ago? Cause I think I've said that I'm going to have to go back and tell my a few times about my Tony Robbins. And I think I've broken the record, you know, record sound like a broken record. I hope you guys like what I'm sharing with you on this because 
is not a broken record, actually. I could hear it over and over and over again, and it's continuously fueling, fueling my drive, fueling my life, fueling my passion. Hopefully, you'll see that come through here. So breaking upon limiting beliefs, though, is real important. And in when you do that, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can do that by replacing it. You don't want to just say, try to knock it off. You want to replace it with it's not a broken record. You all, I'm sharing with you all, and your lives today, I hope, will be motivated on Mindset Monday to engage a little bit further and explore limiting, you know, get reading, uh, getting rid of those limiting beliefs. Um, something you have to do is first become aware of those. You've got to slow down a bit to listen to your own thoughts. Did you realize that, you know, 95% of all the thoughts with like over 4,000 thoughts a day, you know, they're pre-programmed. They come from somewhere in our lives, you know, and uh, so you really need to be quiet with yourself and pay attention with what are you saying to yourself? Because you guys, that could be more powerful in changing that than anything. Because when you can talk to yourself in a much more positive way, and reframe and get rid of those belief, those limiting beliefs and make them unlimiting beliefs. Right, Nick? I see him smiling. Grace, we all just went through this. You know, remove them and replace them with something called an unlimiting belief. Um, you all also, it's real common. Uh, I know we're just have a few minutes left, but we are going to wrap it up here pretty much. We're already on pathway number five, but it's real common for people to start, you know, when they're talking about their unlimiting or their limiting beliefs, they start arguing them. You know, you, you might be consulting or masterminding with somebody and all of a sudden they, they throw out a limiting belief that they have of themselves. And then all of a sudden you're saying, well, gosh, I don't really see you that way. And maybe you're trying to help them through that. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, yes, no, no, this is definitely this happens to me all the time. Yes, yes, yes. What are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> They are embedding that deeper and deeper and deeper. And if you're going to argue your limiting belief or put a softener on it, oh, it's not that bad, or I can fix it later, okay? You're rationalizing. You're rationalizing, you're putting softeners on, and guess what? You get to keep every one of those limiting beliefs. It's not up to me or Jesse or any one of us to try to take your limiting belief away, because that's never gonna work. You have to think about it yourself, and then you have to find something that's gonna replace that limiting belief to an unlimiting belief, something that's gonna drive you into a positive trajectory to continue that breakthrough and that mastery. So what leads this leads us to pathway number six, that's accountability. Pathway number six is accountability. Now, you know, uh, on my team, we have accountability, you know, now I don't micromanage. There's a difference here between accountability and micromanaging something. All right. Uh, I could probably be more accountable to the team, although I like to be able to give them an opportunity for their growth and then we measure. Okay. And then we make adjustments. It's like that, that ship that has to, you know, counter, what do they call it? Uh, counter direct their, their, where they're going. They need to be able to monitor. And so we, our accountability is our Friday call logs that come in. And based on that, I can see kind of where gaps are in somebody's business. I can see how many calls were made, how many conversations were done, you know, how many appointments were set. But these all tell a number. These are accountability. 
And that's why I brought in the beginning of this call up about Nick, because we, we used to all be in the office making these calls so I could hear people and everything else. But nowadays we're not. And so I couldn't tell how quickly he was moving up that step, those steps. When, when he was on the spot right there, it was like, wow, you know, that's exciting. Okay. That's accountability. And not only was it me being holding him accountable, what else was it? Anybody else know? When he's by himself working from his home office, like a lot of us are doing right now, who has to hold him accountable? Himself. He has to hold himself accountable. That's right. So accountability is not just in a team leader or a coach or somebody else holding you accountable. It's you saying to yourself, I own this. Your pathway to mastery is you owning your own accountability, right? You owning it. You know, you got to own your own reality and, you know, ask the question, what must I do? Not what should I do? What can I do? What must I do? Right? What must I do when you identify that and you take what massive action and then you go do it? That's how those steps start to climb real fast. And yes, you're going to make mistakes along the way and it's okay, right? It's okay because what happens in mastery and in that practice over and over and over again, you're going to make mistakes, but as we make mistakes, we fail our way forward, don't we? We break through that, that ceiling we talked about because we are becoming much more comfortable and confident in what we're doing. We're mastering. We're becoming unconsciously competent in what we're doing over and over and over again. So people that actually do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. We all know that's called insanity, right? Called insanity. We, I know you guys have heard that one. Insanity. And sadly, those are the people that become the victims. Oh, that didn't work for me. Farming doesn't work. Phone calls don't work. You know, this doesn't work. Nobody wants to answer my call. Nobody wants to, you know, nobody, nobody, nobody. You're, you're embedding these deeper and deeper, deeper. And all you're doing is making excuses. And I say this a lot of times, you can have reasons or results. You can have both. You can own your own limiting beliefs, or you can learn to break through and you can replace them with unlimiting beliefs. We can fail our way forward and make mistakes and that's okay. But guess what's happening? We're growing. So accountable people in, this is the, the, the number six here, the pathway number six, they get clarity. They take their massive action they measure their results. They measure their results. I'm not going to say my team is perfect. I love them all. They're all on this call. Are there as weeks that I don't get the call logs? That shouldn't happen. They know that. <laughs> However, I'm not wanting to get a call log in from somebody just to say, just so that they can say I, I did my calls. No, it's to be able to help keep the finger on the pulse of how I can continue to help them in their growth. Does that make sense? How can they, they will start to see a pattern. Numbers tell a story, folks. So in your measuring your results, numbers will tell your story. And that's how we identify where the gaps are for you to start building that skill set up and taking that, those four levels of the unconscious incompetence up to unconscious competence. Sound good? So wrapping it up, choose yourself mastery. Focus on your top 20%. Be very purposeful in what you're doing. Have your learning-based mindset and have unlimiting beliefs, not limiting beliefs, right? Implement it over and over again. 
and share some of these success stories with all of us on this group or even on our uh, Asian Power Huddle Facebook page. All right. I don't get to get on the call a lot of the rest of the week, but I believe me, I go back and watch the other episodes during the week because we hit it out of the park. Everybody that's on this this show just hits it out of the park and there's so much value and we're a community that love and grow and help each other. So um, you guys, I know I'm sitting here talking most of this time, but I, I like I tell you, I love your voices. Um, so I've had messages from you throughout the week. I, you know, we go onto the Facebook page. Please reach out if you ever want to just chat for a little bit um, or if you need any help. I'm always here just outside these calls as well, along with Theodis and Jesse and our entire group here. So um, anything else, Theodis and Jesse, you want to wrap up with today? Uh, just real quick, you know, there is no easier, softer way on the path to mastery. So just keep in mind that, you know, our results are directly proportional to the work that we put in. It's not rocket science. So have a great week. Bye, guys. Happy Monday. Right. Have a good day. Happy Monday, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.